Warning, this podcast contains foul language, sexual situations, and discussions of drugs and drinking. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to Fuck Shakespeare. All the naughty bits exposed. Our goal is to open your eyes to all the inside info that makes reading Shakespeare way more fun. Any episode might contain dick jokes or essay ideas or anything in between. So, So, listen listen up. up. I'm Erin. I'm Diana. And this is Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. Five. Statue spouting blood. (laughs) 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 Crazy dreams and all kinds of other weird shit. Yeah. So Diana brought up a really interesting point. These are little tiny scenes. And, you know, the last one we did was kind of long. So we seem to have a juxtaposition of those happening throughout Act 1 and 2. And as we talked about like thing, things like shared lines speeding up the rhythm in the play itself, this is sort of like that in that, so we had this big long scene, now we have three short scenes that move the action really fast and yeah. build anxiety. Yeah, because new people come in and new people come in and you're like, what's going on? What's going on? So as the audience, you kind of start feeling a little tense. Yeah, a little anxious. So it's on purpose. Hey, but before we get into that, yee, can we just say, yay, go to our TikTok. <laughs> go see, go see what weird shit we're doing over there. It's really very weird. And people are enjoying it who don't even listen to the podcast. So, okay. <laughs> we, we're like Muppets. That's all I got to tell you. Yes. Yes, you like the Muppets and you like Shakespeare, we're your girls. We could do, oh my goodness, we could do, we could be live action Muppets (laughs) doing Shakespeare. Yes. Oh my God. We could just tie in John Barton and. So for those of you who Aaron don't know, keeps I saying John Martin is a Muppet. He is a Muppet. Well, he's dead now, but he he was a Muppet when he was alive. The best yes. kind of Muppet. Yes. I love John Barton. Smart I wish Muppets. I knew him. Smart Muppets. But we could do like Professor Mellon and Beaker doing Shakespeare. <laughs> oh dear. That would be hilarious. Okay. Or the Swedish Chef. Yes. Doing well, Shakespeare. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> Or animal. Yeah. (laughs) Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) Animal is Tybalt. Yes. Or animal is Casca. Be kind for me. Oh, we're, I'm going to play with that. Yeah. I, uh, that that may arrive in our tic tac tic tac tic tac tic tac tic tac eventually. Tic tac toe game. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Just had to tell you that. Okay. So we're building anxiety. We also noticed that in Act One and Act Two, you go from yes, we're going back to Julius Caesar now. You go from a large public scene where there's a whole big group of people. And down to a scene where just two people talk to each other. So we have public versus private, you know? And, like, what do people say when there's just two people? And what do people say when there's a whole group? And I think that is a real 
uh, heads up for a lot of things in Shakespeare's plays where you must pay attention to who is in the room when you're talking. Yeah, I mean, we just talked a lot about that in Othello. And also Macbeth, when he's just talking, and then suddenly he turns to the back and he says blah, blah to some servant. And you're like, oh, shit, right. There was a servant in the room. Yeah. Who was hearing all of what he just said. So how does that change things? How does that change what he has said? Has he been conscious of this person or no? And it's like Hamlet and Ophelia Mm. doing that whole nunnery scene. And then Hamlet suddenly realizes, oh, my, there's somebody watching us. And that changes the tenor of the scene. Mm. So pay attention to those, especially as we're going forward. Because the next scene, the next episode is going to be Okay, that was Animal doing the stabbing. Yes. If I were audio describing it. Yes. <laughs> All right. With your sexy voice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, no, no, no. We're nope, not, we're not going there. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so um, public versus private. And then we start to, we were talking about theme stuff and looking for theme stuff. And obviously blood is a biggie in this one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Blood, blood, blood all over the place. Calpurnia has this terrible dream of Caesar spouting blood from many, Caesar statues spouting blood from many holes. (laughs) Many holes. Many holes, all of his orifices. (laughs) (laughs) And then Decius comes in and he's like, that's because Caesar is feeding the whole Roman public. With his beautiful, nourishing blood. Very vampiric. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. And then in the second scene, Act 2, Scene 3, we're going to see that old thing that we talk about a lot, which is asides. Editors, editors, editors. Editors, editors. And how they stick their little jammy fingers into everything. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say snotty noses. Snotty noses. Yeah. So asides are always someplace where you should decide about the aside whether it's really something that has to be said apart or if you take the risk and say that thing out loud again paying attention to who is listening and how does this change this phrase or sentence if i say it aloud okay so some heads up some things to pay attention to and here's another thing we have more thunder and lightning yeah. <laughs> so we t- we talked about, you know, weather. This is a great overall paper idea for Shakespeare if you're writing a thesis or something. I don't even know. You're not studying just one play. But, you know, how weather and day and night impact the action in Shakespeare's plays. Yeah. They're always, you know, messengers in one way or another. Yeah. The weather and the time of day. Sure. We talked about how much of... What happens in Macbeth happens at night, and that is significant. And so far, there's been a lot of thunder and lightning and high winds in this play, too. Yeah. Everybody's talking about how bad the weather is. So, yeah, leading up to this huge event, Act 3, Scene 1, and and then you'll let's also pay attention then to how the character of the weather, the imagery changes after, after. that main event yep also it says enter caesar in his nightgown i i don't (laughs) know that romans wore nightgowns i mean i don't know what they wore night togas i don't know togas i don't know a gown often meant also just a something a wrap of some kind so he's got a robe on maybe some some sort of thing 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, like to picture him in his negligee. <laughs> yes, exactly, right? His, his peignoir set. Yes. <laughs> By the way, if you have not seen a picture of Ian McKellen dressed as Mother Goose, you must, <laughs> must go look for it on Instagram. It's hilarious. Speaking of men in their nightgowns. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm reading Caesar. Yes, Caesar. And Diana's reading everybody else in this scene? Yeah, I don't know. No. no, you know, we'll see. We'll figure it out. Yeah, okay. Here I here I go. I'm Caesar. Nor heaven nor earth have been at peace tonight. Weather, weather, weather. Thrice hath Calpurnia in her sleep cried out, Help ho, they murder Caesar. Who's within? Good. Thrice. What does that mean? That's the Holy Trinity. Three times. We always talk about how something that happens three times is like sacred, like pay attention. Whoa, 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 whoa. And a servant comes running in. My lord? Go, bid the priests do present sacrifice and bring me their opinions of success. Yeah, so here he is showing his superstitious side. Go make a sacrifice to to make this better. Yeah. Have them cut open an animal and tell me what they find. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately. So present, like right now. And the servant's like, ow, ah, okay. (laughs) I will, my lord. Enter Calpurnia. What mean you, Caesar? Think you to walk forth? You shall not stir out of your house today. Caesar shall forth. The things that threatened me ne'er looked but on my back when they shall see the face of Caesar. They are vanished. (laughs) So, now the things that scared me? The things that threatened me. Yeah. Don't just see my back. Yeah, because I turn my back on them and I'm like, I don't care about you. Because right? when they see my face. They're scared. They're scared. And that's really interesting, as you'll see in the scene coming up, guys, that the first blow he receives, the first knife is in the back. Mm-hmm. Stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. We still use that today. Yes, we do. California. Caesar, I never stood on ceremonies, yet now they fright me. There is one within, besides the things that we have heard and seen, recounts most horrid sights seen by the watch. A lioness hath whelped in the streets, and graves have yawned and yielded up their dead. Fierce, fiery warriors fight upon the clouds in ranks and squadrons and right form of war. Do so not many leave that F-words. fucking house. Fuck, 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 fuck. fuck, fuck. <laughs> this is bad, Caesar. Bad, bad, bad. Bad. Fucking bad. <laughs> so she starts with this phrase, I never stood on ceremonies. It means I never believed in omens. But we use that phrase now, mm-hmm. and it, it's different. It yeah. has evolved now. It means I... It, to uh, stand, stand on, on ceremony. ceremony is to... Um, like, be formal when you don't need to be formal. Yeah. Yeah. Like that? In any case, it's a famous phrase that came from this play. I'm going to sneeze. Maybe. Maybe not. Who can say? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want to blow out your ears. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, Whelped. Give birth. Give birth. So again, we have lions doing weird shit in the streets. And why are there lions in Rome's in the... In Rome's. In Rome's. <laughs> Why are lions roaming Rome in the first place? Yeah, it's weird. Well, it's like all of the animals invading the town squares when there was COVID. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we had wild boar in the middle of Siena and, you know, and like all these crazy things. So, 
Graves have yawned. That means they've opened and the dead are walking out. And then you have all these F words. Fierce, fiery, fight, form. She's fucking pissed. Yeah. And she's like, how am I going to make this clear to you that you're not leaving? She's just had these horrible dreams. It's awful. Okay. In ranks and squadrons and right form of war, which drizzled blood upon the capital, the noise of battle hurtled in the air. Horses did neigh, and dying men did groan, and ghosts did shriek and squeal about the streets. Oh, Caesar, these things are beyond all use, and I do fear them. <laughs> yeah. So we have blood. Why was it? Dying men did groan, and ghosts did shriek and squeal. Yes. <laughs> squeal. <laughs> Sorry, all That's I can okay. squeal like a piggy like is a all piggy. I can. I know. <laughs> Think about that horrible movie. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, beyond all use just means like ordinary experience. Like we are not used to those things. Yeah. I would think so. We're not. <laughs> and then they have a shared line. He jumps and he cuts her off. Yeah, yeah. And I do fear that. What can be avoided? Whose end is purposed by the mighty gods? Yet Caesar shall go forth, for these predictions are to the world in general as to Caesar. In other words, bitch, this is not just directed at me. (laughs) The gods are telling everybody, not just me. (laughs) Yeah, bad omens for everyone. And uh, his first line is about, like, we can't escape our fight. Our fight. Our fight. Our feet. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) Our feet. Our feet. Uh, we can't, you if know. God, if the if gods choose it, we can't avoid it. Yep, yeah. that's it. So it doesn't matter whether I go out or not, the lightning will strike me here, you know. If they intend it, it's going to happen. Did you ever hear about that guy who got hit by lightning like 27 times oh, or fuck. something? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the last time was... He was in his own fucking lazy boy in his house. <laughs> and the lightning came down the chimney, ricocheted off a lamp, and then zoom, right in his lazy boy as he's watching TV. That's yeah. really awful. But Poor what was guy. inside of him that was so attractive yeah, to that energy? 27 times. I mean, there had to have been something that was... I mean, look, there's more things in heaven and yeah. hell than are dreamt of in your philosophy, Horatio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Look him up. He's interesting. Oof. And Calpurnia. When beggars die, there are no comets seen. Like the green one. That's yeah, overhead. That's over right that, now. I have a telescope. Something important. Can I see it? No. It's, we're past time. 50,000 years it. you won't see it again. I know, but like, I think we missed our window. Oh, maybe. But anyway, so beggars die and there's no comments. No comments come up there. No comments. No comments. No comments from the heavens. (laughs) But it's like uh, in Game of Thrones, that red comet. They're like, this is for something important. The heavens themselves blaze forth the death of princes. Caesar. Cowards die many times before their deaths. The valiant never taste of death. But once. Super, super, super famous line. <laughs> super famous line. And I think because cowards imagine their deaths, right? They're terrified all the time. Well, and I'm not a coward, but I'm terrified all the time. <laughs> That's not you know, fair. Worrying about death. Yeah, but so well, I'm not always worried about death, but I'm, you know, worried about lots of things. <laughs> yeah. Super famous. Yeah. Uh, of all the wonders that I yet have heard, it seems to me most strange that men should fear 
accepting that death, a necessary end, will come when it will come. What say the augurers? Yeah, the servant came running back in. And the augurers Yeah, are... we talked about augury yep. last time. This is... So they're cutting open an animal and looking at its entra entrails and going, hmm, what's mm, about to happen? <laughs> I could tell by that bump there and that intestine. And meanwhile, the cow's going, I can tell you what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so the servant, they would not have you stir forth today, plucking the entrails of an offering forth. They could not find a heart within the beast. <laughs> doesn't make any sense it's a horror movie um entrails are the guts and the sacrificed animal they they opened it up as aaron just said and they couldn't find a heart caesar the <laughs> gods the gods do this in shame of cowardice caesar should be a beast without a heart if he should stay at home today for fear no Caesar shall not. Danger knows full well that Caesar is more dangerous than he. We are two lions littered in one day, and I the elder and more terrible, and Caesar shall go forth. Alas, my lord. Okay, wait a second. So here we are. We're lions. Again, we have lions. This yeah. is like how many times have we heard lions now yeah. in this play? At least three. At Thanks. least three. And he's saying that me and danger are two lions that were born at the same time. But I'm the older one, and so I'm more, and I'm so more I'm scary. scarier. So maybe he is a little bit um, full of himself. And maybe, yeah. you know, maybe there is something to be said about cutting him off at the knees before he gets to be too big for his britches. Because if you say you're more dangerous than danger... <sighs> Yeah, you that's might. like a ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you might have an inflated sense of self. Just yeah, saying. Just saying. <laughs> and they have a shared line. Mm -hmm, because she's like, no. Uh, also, the gods do this in shame of cowardice. They're like, the gods are giving me these you know, signs just to make me ashamed to be a coward. coward. So they're giving me these powerful images, and I need to be powerful in response. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> This is putting me in mind of a lot of the things in Shakespeare's plays where the person takes the sign and makes it be what they want it to be yes. rather than what it should be. <laughs> yes, and there's a huge theme all through Shakespeare is like, see what's right in front of your fucking eyes and don't try to Bend make it, it something to your else. Will. Which is what uh, Calpurnia's going to say here, too. Alas, my lord, your wisdom is consumed in confidence. Meaning overconfidence, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do not go forth today. Call it my fear that keeps you in the house and not your own. Well, send Mark Antony to the Senate House, and he shall say, you are not well today. Let me upon my knee prevail in this. Mark Antony shall say, I am not well, and for thy humor, I will stay at home. So he's like, okay, after that whole lion thing. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'll do it for you. And because she kneeled, same as Portia, poor wives. Let me upon like, my knee. That's an yes. embedded stage direction. Yep, like these are their last recourses to beg. And then Decius Brutus comes in. Here's Decius Brutus. He shall tell them so. Caesar, all hail. Good morrow, worthy Caesar. I come to fetch you to the Senate House. And you are come in very happy time to bear my greetings to the senators and tell them that I will not come today. Cannot is false, and that I dare not falser. 
I will not come today. Tell them so, Decius. Say he is sick. Shall Caesar send a lie? Have I in conquest stretched mine arms so far to be afraid to tell graybeards the truth? <laughs> Decius, go tell them Caesar will not come. Yeah, big difference. Will not and cannot. Right. right. Cannot is false. Dare not is falser because I am a lion. Well, I of am course I dare. Right. And then... And then Calpurnius like, well, they just agreed that Mark Antony will say he was not well, so she thought she was saying what he said. And Greybeard's old man, so he's kind of dissing the senators. Mm -hmm. And Decius is a senator. He's standing right there. Yeah, but, but let's remember also Caesar's losing his hearing, and he mm. needed to be fished out of the crick. I mean, yeah. you know, he's got a lot of nerve calling anybody else a Greybeard, yeah. especially... You know, there are some younger by a lot than he. Yeah, anyway, Brutus and for Cassius, instance. You know? So this scene is kind of serving to make him out a bit more of an asshole than he oh, was Oh, yeah, he comes before. off as a total asshole. Yeah. Decius. Most mighty Caesar, let me know some cause, lest I be laughed at when I tell them so. The cause is in my will. I will not come. That is enough to satisfy the Senate. But for your private satisfaction, because I love you, I will let you know. Calpurnia here, my wife, stays me at home. She dreamt tonight she saw my statua. <laughs> it's my statua. <laughs> Why is he suddenly speaking Italian? Don't know. Or Latin. <laughs> Which, like a fountain with an hundred spouts, did run pure blood, and many lusty Romans came smiling and did bathe their hands in it. And these does she apply for warnings and portents, and evils imminent, and on her knee hath begged that I will stay home at hath begged that I will stay at home today. Yeah. So I just told you I fucking will not. But then he tells this dream. Yeah, so because she's... I because I because because I trust you and you're a good friend. I'll tell you why I'm not going. Because she's she's crazed with fear. That's yeah. why I'm not going. Because I love saw, my wife. She saw my statue. My statue with a hundred spouts, gushing blood, and lusty Romans, vivacious, you know, full happy, of life. <laughs> happy, came and <laughs> scooped up his blood with their hands and bathed their hands. Yes, it was like a spa treatment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, Decius, my wrinkles have gone. Oh, gone. Caesar's blood, miraculous. <laughs> Decius, this dream is all a misinterpreted. It was a vision fair and fortunate. Your statue spouting blood in many pipes, in which so many smiling Romans bathed, signifies that from you great Rome shall suck, reviving blood, and that great men shall press for tinctures, stains, relics, and cognizance. This, by Calpurnia's dream, is signified. This is interesting to me. Signifies that from you great Rome shall suck. Line ending. Yeah. Suck what? what? So, Suck so, so what? he has to. He has a micro minute where he's like, "What am I oh, saying? Oh shit! What am I? What am I saying? Reviving blood. Reviving blood. <laughs> right? It's You're like going to suck your blood one way or another. But it's reviving. You're gonna bring yes. back rum. Like that's really. That's a beautiful line-ending opportunity there, right? Yep, yep. Yep. You take that breath, and you literally have to discover what you're going to say next. 
They are going to suck blood, but what kind of blood are they sucking? Because remember, Decius just only heard this dream. So he's, this is not premeditated. Nope. He doesn't know what he's going to say nope. about this interpretation. And he's making it up on the fucking spot. So, like, he gets to a certain point and he goes, shit, what am I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> and here also, great men shall press for tinctures, stains, relics. They want pieces of you. Yeah, press meaning he's like, uh, like all crowd in. So they want these things, you know, tinctures. They're going to bottle it up, uh, stain. They're going to put it on their skin, relics, little pieces of their bones. People walked around medieval Europe with pieces of bones of Christ, they said. Well, but they still do that. Yeah. They still do that with, 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 with uh, what the hell do you call it when you get a little piece of a saint? Yeah, it's a, a relic. relic. Yeah, that's exactly that word right there. Yeah, right? reliquary. So yeah. You carry it around in a reliquary. Yeah, and, and you'll see them in old movies go, swear upon this splinter of the cross, you know, <laughs> and stuff. So the people did that, you know, carried them. They still do. Special tokens. They yeah. still do. And cognizance is understanding, recognition. So like, ah, isn't this a great day? Caesar is ruling and we are all in good shape. And Caesar says... And this way, have you well expounded it? I have. When you have heard what I can say, and know it now, the Senate have concluded to give this day a crown to mighty Caesar. If you shall send them word you will not come, their minds may change. Besides, it were a mock, apt to be rendered for some one to say, Break up the Senate till another time when Caesar's wife shall meet with better dreams. If Caesar hide himself, shall they not whisper? Lo, Caesar is afraid. Four beats of silence to let that motherfucker sink in. Sink in, (laughs) right? Are you scared, Caesar? You scared to go to the Senate house today? (laughs) But also, that... Because uh, Brutus has said, or is it Cassius who said, they offered him the crown. Yeah. And he three times turned it away, but then you could tell that he wanted, he wanted that was Brutus. It. Casca, it won, and Casca was describing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the idea is to lure him with, with the idea here's the of your one crown. more chance. Yeah, yeah. One more chance to take it. Um, but even better than that. And, and it's like Lady Mac saying to, to Mackers, it's the same thing. Yeah. Are you afraid? Be a man. Be a man. And and he's saying, I like the, I love the separation of some one. So there might be one person who stands there and kind of whispers, oh, let's just wait till Calpurnia has a better dream and then Caesar will come to the Senate and do his fucking job. So it's not someone, one word, it's two words. No, it's some one. And then that great four beats of silence, he lets it sink in and then he goes, Oh, pardon me, Caesar, for my dear, dear love to your proceeding bids me tell you this, and reason to my love is liable. So, dear, dear, he's mm. like, fuck, I went too far. Yeah. And then to your proceeding, your advancement, I, I want you to have everything you could possibly have. And then reason to my love is liable, meaning I am daring to tell you something that you might not receive well because I love you so much. Mm. We've heard that before, too. Mm. And Caesar, how foolish do your fears seem now, Calpurnia? I am ashamed I did yield to them. Yeah, and I think it's ashamed. ashamed. Yeah, he really stretches that out. Yeah. Like, that's not good. I, uh, so. Because it's the yeah, beats, right? I, I am, am ashamed, ashamed I did yield, yield to them. them. 
Yeah, he's stretching that shame out. Yeah. How dare you make me feel ashamed, yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. Give me my robe, for I will go. And just then, Calpurnia can't argue because of the rest of the dudes come in, the whole posse. And look where Publius is come to fetch me. Good morrow, Caesar. Welcome, Publius. What, Brutus, are you stirred so early to? Good morrow, Casca, Caius Ligarius. Caesar was ne'er so much your enemy as that same ague which hath made you lean. What? Wait, he so Caesar was was never See, so I much. I never your, did such so much bad stuff to you as that sickness that you're you doing. had. Yeah. That's kind of a weird line, though, Thank right? Thank you. Yeah, it, it definitely. Yeah. What what is to clock? Caesar, it is struck an eight. That, that was, was Brutus. Brutus. Caesar. I thank you for your pains and courtesy. See, Antony, that revels long o' nights, is not withstanding up. Good morrow, Antony. So, noble Caesar. Bid them prepare with him. <laughs> He's athletic. That's yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> I like that he revels long. He's a party boy. He's a party boy. He parties late at night. Yeah. And he's even up. He's so, a hey. He's a yeah. Uh, bid them prepare within. I am to blame to thus be thus. I am to. Oh, I am to blame to be thus waited for. Now, Cinna. Now, Metellus. What, Trebonius? I have an hour's talk in store for you. Remember that you call on me today. Be near me that I may remember you. So then here's one of those asides. So let's see if it should be a aside or no. Trebonius. Caesar, I will. And so near will I be that your best friends shall wish I had been further. So couldn't he say that out loud? Like, I'm going to be so close to you that other people will be jealous of me. He could. Yeah, he could. He could also say it. Yeah, he to could. To someone else. He, he could say it to Brutus. He could say it to Cassius. Yeah, he could say it as a joke. Yeah, it doesn't have to be an aside. Just saying. And Try C it. And Caesar, good friends, go in and taste some wine with me. And we, like friends, will straightway go together. Straightway, not straightaway. That would, wouldn't work poetically. Yes. Po in the rhythm of the... And we, like friends, will straightway go together. Oh, it's still... It's still a plus one. Yeah. Yeah. But I made it a plus two. It's not a plus two. I was thinking also that Trebonius could maybe speak in his deaf ear. <laughs> ah! That's funny. Maybe that's the aside. It's the aside on the bad side. <laughs> and Brutus, Brutus says a popular saying, actually, as his aside, that every like is not the same, O Caesar, the heart of Brutus earns to think upon. So the saying is, not every professed friend is a friend, in fact. Mm-hmm. And earns is grieves. So it seems like Brutus is sort of doubtful still. Well, he, he I think he, especially if he is his son, I think that he loves Caesar. Yeah. But he fears what Caesar will do going yeah. forward. Yeah. But I also think that Brutus is, what's that word? Boy, oh boy, menopausal mind. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I think that Brutus is seriously ambitious. Hmm. Seriously ambitious. All right. And this aside can be, okay, so Caesar just told everybody to let's go in and have some wine. This aside could just be that everyone else has left, got their backs to him, and they're already out the door. So it doesn't have to be an aside, per se. 
Okay, so then Act 2, Scene 3, a very short scene with one character, and he reads a letter. You. No. You. you oh, I think Tha- didn't Thalia... Thalia yes. played this role. Of course, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Thalia, my, 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 this was Thalia's first Shakespeare play, and she was Artemidorus. Yeah. So we had a, we had a private scene, Caesar and California. We had a private, then we had a, here's all the guys, public. Mm-hmm. And now we have a very private, single person, mm-hmm. Artemidorus, reading a paper. Caesar, beware of Brutus. Take heed of Cassius. Come not near Casca. Have an eye to Cinna. Trust not Trebonius. Mark well Metellus Simber. Decius Brutus loves thee not. Thou hast wronged Caius Ligarius. There is but one mind in all these men, and it is bent against Caesar. If thou beest not immortal, look about you. Security gives way to conspiracy. The mighty gods defend thee. Thy lover... Artemidorus. He's telling him. That's the him, letter. Be right. careful, be careful, be careful. I like, if thou no beast. beast not, <laughs> right? Beast, he, he said, I'm a scarier beast than danger. And then thy lover, just one who loves you. I, they're not having sex. No, no, no. no. Caesar's has having sex with many Lots other people. Lots of other but, people, yeah, but not, not this Artemidorus. Yeah. And so then he says, he tells you, the audience, here will I stand till Caesar pass along, and as a suitor will I give them this. My heart laments that virtue cannot live out of the teeth of emulation. If thou read this, O Caesar, thou mayst live. If not, the fates with traitors do contrive. Well, okay, live and contrive, or live, <laughs> live and contrive. Live, contrive. It's a bad rhyme at the end, so again, serves to make you a little uncomfortable. But is it a bad rhyme, or are we, do we, do we just pronounce we just these words pronounce differently things. now? Yeah. That happens a lot in... Yeah, it's, uh, the pronunciation of Shakespeare's time was probably different. Uh, my heart laments that virtue cannot live out of the teeth of emulation, uh, means like beyond the reach of envious rivals. Who wish emulation. to be you, emulate, wish to, to be emulate you. Yeah, emulate, yeah. great word. Yeah, so he's worried, worried, worried. And he's going to stand <laughs> worried, there. Worried, so worried. as Caesar processed along to the Senate, there were all these people on the sidelines who were like, Caesar, Caesar, I, I need a pomegranate. Caesar, <laughs> I, you know, like they're all trying to ask him for shit. And or, so or he's just passing all him, these right? dudes, yeah. And just touch me and give me a little bit of your blood as a tincture. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I put it in my little vase thing on my necklace so I could wear it to some reliquary. It's like in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert when... I never saw it. Oh, my God, it's such a good movie. He's wearing a turd and a necklace. (laughs) And he got out of the toilet bowl after somebody went to the bathroom. Excellent. That's disgusting. (laughs) It's gross. Absolutely gross. Now, scene four. Um, (laughs) So scene four is Portia and Lucius... And Portia's uh, acting a little wacky. <laughs> okay. So, remember we talked about when we saw Portia first that Brutus says you shouldn't be out because of your weak condition and we weren't sure what it was? Maybe this scene gives us a little bit more heads up as to what it might be. We don't know. Uh, she seems very, very nervous. Well, you know. Nervous condition of some kind. But also right? think about, I mean, sh- think about... In Macbeth, everybody starts to get a little wacky because the gods are doing things. Or not God yes. is like yeah. so here. This the weather's been bad. The weather's been bad. There's been, you know, weird things happen. Like so she's on she's edge. Just, yeah, super on edge. Yeah, I, th- I think her weak condition is being female. Being female. Not sure mm-hmm. about that, but let's read and find. But she's out. like hearing things. She can't remember what she was about to say. Like, yeah. It's a little. She's on edge. Little, yeah, she's on right. edge. Okay. 
Oh, be Portia. I'm Portia. Uh, I prithee, boy, run to the Senate house. Stay not to answer me, but get thee gone. Why dost thou stay? To know my errand, madam? I would have had thee there and here again, ere I can tell thee what thou shouldst do there. Oh, Constancy, be strong upon my side. Set a huge mountain tween my heart and tongue. I have a man's mind, but a woman's might. See? Yeah. Right? That's an incredible antithesis. I have a man's brain, but a woman's weakness. So might is a great antithesis because she really means weakness. And, 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 and I think she knows something bad is going to happen. Like, she's reading. She's an auger. Just like Calpurnia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the women are prophets here, and nobody's fucking paying attention to like that. Like Cassandra. Yeah. Uh, that's in Troilus. So, oh, constancy, which means calm. She's trying very hard to be calm. Yeah. Like, be strong for me. Um, put a mountain between my heart and my tongue so that they don't communicate, mm-hmm. so that only my, my tongue will say smart things or, or my heart will not. It because I have a man's mind. Fear. But my heart is a woman's heart. Okay. Uh, how hard it is for women to keep counsel. Art thou here yet? Madam, what should I do? Run to the capital and nothing else? And so return to you and nothing else? Yes! Bring me word, boy, if thy lord look well, for he went sickly forth. And take good note what Caesar doth, what suitors press to him. Hark, boy, what noise is that? I hear none, madam. Prithee, listen well. I heard a bustling rumor like a fray, and the wind brings it from the capital. So she is, she's she's pulling things from the ether. Yeah. Rumor, great word, because it it's also people whispering, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it comes from the Italian word rumore, which is rumore. sound. A sound. And it's coming from the capital. So this great, like, sort of bubbling that's coming her way. And yeah, Lucius yeah. is like, I don't fucking hear anything, ma'am. Sooth, madam, I hear nothing. Sooth is great because in comes the sooth. Sayer. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little joke there. But yeah. sooth just means truth, truly. That's for the groundlings. Yeah. Here's a little bone I'm tossing you because there's no sex in this one. Yeah, oh well. Portia, come hither, fellow. Which way hast thou been? At my own house, good lady. What is it, o'clock? About the ninth hour, lady. Is Caesar yet gone to the capital? Madam, not yet. I go to take my stand to see him pass on to the capital. Thou hast some suit to Caesar, hast thou not? That I have, lady, if it will please Caesar to be so good to Caesar as to hear me. I shall beseech him to befriend himself. Okay, so the soothsayer is speaking in... in, in parables. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. not being very forthcoming in terms yeah. of what he's saying. I mean, so I mean, usually, Portia gets it, but yeah. it's, you know, if he if it will if it'll please him to be good to himself, then he'll listen to me. Then he'll listen to me. And I'm going to tell him to be a good friend to himself and to, and listen to and me. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Usually suitors are asking as we just said something for, for themselves, things. but, but instead he's asking for, for Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. Uh Portia why, knowst thou any harms intended towards him? None that I know will be, but much that I fear may chance. Good morrow to you. Here the street is narrow. The throng that follows Caesar at the heels of senators, of praetors, common suitors, will crowd a feeble man almost to death. I'll get me to a place more void, and there speak to great Caesar as he comes along. Ha! 
He's like, right here, it's too too scary. narrow. I'll Everybody's be crushed. going to crush me. So I'm going to get to some place that's a little more open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As if Great Caesar is going to stop and talk to this guy. Although he did see him before. And he's he like, did. oh, he's a madman. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, Portia, I must go in. I mean, how weak a thing the heart of woman is. Oh, Brutus, the heavens speed thee in thine enterprise. Sure, the boy heard me. Brutus has... Brutus. Brutus hath. <laughs> Brutus hath a suit that Caesar will not grant. Oh, I grow faint. Run, Lucius, and commend me to my lord. Say I am merry. Come to me again, and bring me word what he doth say to thee. Yeah, it's a weird scene. Mm-hmm. It ends very weird. Tell him I'm merry. Tell him I'm happy. And tell I'm just, him I'm fine. Yeah, uh, but just just tell me what he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a little um, Adriana in a way, like, go and find my husband and and say hi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dromeo, like, yeah, um, okay. okay, but I did, and he doesn't want to hear about No. You know, so yeah. poor Lucius is like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm supposed to go spy on Brutus. I don't know. Yeah. So it's a strange little scene. Yeah. But with her nervousness, we are now nervous. And, and like just sitting there going, oh, God, what's going to happen? Caesar's, I mean, we all know what's going to happen, but it's just watching it unfold. But also she's got a lot of like, look at all these bli- these breaks in the middle of lines. Caesaras. I, I must go in, <laughs> period. I mean, how weak a thing the heart of woman is, exclamation point, which is probably not an exclamation yeah. point. Oh, Brutus, comma, the heavens speed thee in thine enterprise. Sure, the boy heard me, period. Brutus. Hath Brutus. I did it again. Brutus hath a suit. That's hard to say. So I guess you need to slow that down. Yeah. Brutus hath a suit that Caesar will not grant, period, in the middle of a line. Oh, I grow faint. She's got got caesars all through this thing. So, like, her pacing is very quick. And jagged. And ideas are just coming in on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Lucius is still fucking there, even though she's already yelled at him to get going. Yeah. He's still Well so, again, she didn't really tell him. She's like, uh, just go and see and then whoa, what's that noise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so poor kid. Just, and he's like, I don't know what's going on. She's so on edge. And then we don't see her again the rest of the play. Yes, but we do we hear, hear about, about her. her. We won't talk about that just now. Yikes. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay, All right. so um so, here we are. <laughs> right. Next one coming up is a biggie. So you can calm down by going and checking out TikTok. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare says goodbye now. <laughs> I'm Aaron. And I'm Diana. And this is Fuck Shakespeare. Julius Caesar. Okay. Okay. Ciao. Ciao. For additional fun shit from Fuck Shakespeare, you can head to our website at fckshakespeare.com. Or find us on Instagram at fckshakespeare. If you are enjoying this podcast, you could support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Just click the support button on the page on Spotify or Anchor. Tell your friends.